0: Tonight is study number 3 of Revelation chapter 20. We're going to be reading verses 2 through 4. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years, and cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, I'll stop reading there. Now, last time we were looking at the little season that is spoken of at the end of verse 3, and we saw that those two Greek words are found four times together in in the New Testament, at least that I could find. And we were looking at John chapter 7, and we saw that uh, Christ was indicating that he would be with them for a little while. Um, Let me read it again in John 7, verses 33 and 34. Then said Jesus unto them, Yet a little while, or a little season, it's the same two words, Am I with you? And then I go unto him that sent me. Ye shall seek me, and shall not find me. And where I am, thither ye cannot come. And it's just very interesting How Christ is indicating he will be with you for a little season and then he will go to him that sent him. Now, of course, historically, it fits that Jesus had entered into the world and and he came to demonstrate uh, the things he had done in his atonement from the foundation of the world. And then he went to be with the Father in heaven after going to the cross and and showing himself for 40 days. We understand that. But again, this is the Bible, and God hides truth in various ways. And in this case, in John 7, we, for instance, have truth hidden concerning the Feast of Tabernacles and the last day, the great day of the Feast. And you could say the same thing. Well, that's a feast that took place at the time Christ was... Alive and during his ministry. Yes, of course, historically, that's accurate. But spiritually, the reference to last day as we search the Bible ties into the last day of the world. It ties into the, the language that it will raise you up at the last day, the time of the resurrection. Even though it's cast in the historical setting of an actual Feast of Tabernacles that Jesus was going to go to. We know that. Likewise, the statement, yet a little while or a little season, am I with you, and then I go unto him that sent me, has a historical setting that fits the situation of Christ entering into the world and during his short period of ministry and then his return to heaven. But spiritually, we do the same thing as we did with the last day. We uh, we came to John 7, searching that phrase, the last day, as it's used elsewhere in the Bible. And it ties into, I will, uh, my word will judge you in the last day. I will raise him up in the last day. And the resurrection of the last day, again and again, God relates it to the end of time. And here in John 7, he uses the opportunity to connect it to the Feast of Tabernacles. Well, now we follow little season from Revelation chapter 20 that identifies with the short period of the Great Tribulation. And it takes us here and it fits exactly with our understanding of what God did. Christ was in the world, saving a great multitude for a little season, and he was with us, doing the work of the Father, and then he went, he left the world, following the little season, or the Great Tribulation, in order to bring judgment, and when he left on May 21, 2011, well then, since that time, men seek him and cannot find him. That is, people in their religion or in their gospel, in their understanding of the Bible, preachers and teachers and so forth encourage others to seek the Lord, yet no one has found him um, in regards to salvation since that time. So we see these two words in John 7, 34 fit spiritually very well with what did happen in the Great Tribulation and thereafter. Now also, in John chapter 12, in John 12, it says in verse 35, Then Jesus said unto them, Yet a little while is the light with you. Now, there again, little while, little season, that ties in, Um, just to remind us, let, let me read Revelation 20. After that, referring to Satan's binding, he must be loosed a little while or a little season. The 23 years, uh, May 21, 1988 through May 21, 2011, the 8,400 days of the Great Tribulation is the little while. It is the little season. Well, here in John twelve thirty-five, Jesus is saying, Yet a little while... Is the light with you? Walk while ye have the light, lest darkness come upon you. And that, that was the case, wasn't it? The light of the gospel was shining brightly, brilliantly, all over the earth, outside of the churches and congregations, finally at the end for a little while. And, and, and so, Christ is making reference to the light of the gospel and you walk while you have the light, lest darkness come upon you. Now the word come upon here is, um, Strong's 2638, and it's the same word translated as overtake or overtaken in 1st Thessalonians chapter 5. Let's, let's turn there. And this isn't uh, accidental, as God says in um, verse 3, For when they shall say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you, or come upon you as a thief. You are all the children of light and the children of the day we are not of the night nor of darkness. Our verse in John twelve thirty five is drawing on these statements, or they're they're tied together, yet a little while the little season is the light with you. Walk while ye have the light. During the day of salvation, during the time God is saving, lest darkness come upon you, or lest darkness overtake you. And and then it goes on to say, For he that walketh in darkness knoweth not whither he goeth. While ye have light, believe in the light, that ye may be the children of light. So uh, God is indicating his elect are saved, and therefore children of light which is the same thing. It says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, the day of the Lord will not overtake you as a thief. You are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. God's true people were saved during the day of salvation. They're not going to attempt to get themselves saved or to beseech the Lord for salvation with the hope that he's saving after the light of the gospel has gone out in the day of judgment. No, God's people will recognize that the night has come. And again, going back to John 9. And it, it's good to go over these scriptures because they're very important and pertinent to our present time. In John 9.3, Jesus answered Neither has this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. And what are the works of God? According to John 6, verse 29, this is the work of God that ye believe. So, the work of God is belief. Then Jesus says, or or granting saving faith to sinners, Jesus says in verse 4, I must work the works of him that sent me, while... It is day, the night cometh when no man can work. You see how this, this contrast is being made, day and night, the, the light and the darkness. And, and that's because the day is the day of salvation in which the work of saving was to be performed by Christ. He did the work. He did the saving of sinners and he could only do that work while it was day because the night cometh when no man meaning himself can work as long as i am in the world i am the light of the world and this is a reference to christ working in the day of salvation to save it, it It was the light of Christ, the light of the gospel that accomplished the salvation of God's elect. And when he stopped saving, it was as though the light left. And that's why God says immediately after the tribulation, the sun is darkened. And who is typified by the sun in the sky? Christ is. He's the bridegroom. And Psalm 19 likens the bridegroom to the sun. That comes out of its chamber. And the Lord God is a sun and a shield according to Psalm 84. So the darkened sun after, immediately after the tribulation is an indicator the light of the world is, is gone. He has departed from saving any longer. The evangelization of the earth has been completed. God's gospel program in in finding the lost sheep of the house of Israel, is done. It has been triumphant, and Christ has been victorious. He has saved all, to be saved, all whose names were recorded in his book, the Lamb's Book of Life, have been found. And, and so the house of the strong man who was bound uh, during the church age, And loosed while God completed saving during the second part of the great tribulation. Well, that house has been completely plundered now and spoiled and all the vessels unto honor have been gathered or restored. Well, now uh, let's also remind ourselves about the day. While it is day, Christ works. The night comes, no man can work. Over in John 11, God gives more details concerning the day. He says in John 11, verse 9, Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he seeth the light of this world. Again, the emphasis, walking in the day, the twelve hours long day, and you do not stumble. But, in verse 10, if a man walk in the night, he stumbleth because there is no light in him. That is, Jesus doesn't do the work of granting belief or faith in the night. No man can work in the night. In the night, um, you're in darkness. You stumble. No one is being saved. Anyone seeking to walk by faith in obtaining salvation at that point, uh, will ultimately fall. They're, they're going to stumble over the word of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. But this is a key statement to help us understand exactly when it was God did his saving work and when it was that he stopped doing that work. While it's day, I I must work the works of him that sent me while it's day. This is the work of God that ye believe. So I must save while it's day. Now here in John 11, are there not 12 hours in the day? And now we have uh, a definition for the day. It's a 12-hour period. Does God tell us anything about a 12-hour period in the Bible, and the answer is yes. In a parable in Matthew chapter 20, we have the the account of a householder who hires laborers to work in his vineyard. He hires them at various intervals. And then towards the, the end of the day, well, let me read from verse 5 of Matthew 20. Again, he went out about the sixth and ninth hour and did likewise. And about the eleventh hour. Now the the day would start at 6 a.m., and the sixth hour would be 12 p.m., the ninth hour would be 3 p.m., the eleventh hour would be 5 p.m., and and that's typically when our workday, even even now in our modern age, uh, comes to an end. Between 5 and 6 p.m. is average. Well. Uh, So now it's the eleventh hour, it's five p.m. And about the eleventh hour he went out and found others standing idle and saith unto them, Why stand ye here all the day idle? They say unto him, Because no man has hired us. He saith unto them, Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, that shall ye receive. So when even was come, the even is a word for night, and even would be 6 p.m. It would be after that one hour. The, 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 the day is 12 hours long. They were hired at the 11th hour. They only worked a single hour till 6 p.m., and even, or night, now has come. The day of work in, in the vineyard for the householder is done. It's it's finished. the the twelve hour work day has been completed, so they're coming to get paid. And uh, it says in um, verse eight again. So when even was come, the Lord of the vineyard saith unto his steward, Call the laborers and give them their hire, beginning from the last unto the first. And when they came, they were hired about the eleventh hour. They received every man a penny. But when the first came, they supposed that they should have received more. And they likewise received every man a penny. And when they had received it, they murmured against the good man of the house, saying, These last have wrought or worked but one hour, and thou hast made them equal unto us, which have borne the burden and heat of the day. Now, we're not going to get into the other aspects of this parable and and uh, fairness regarding the householder's right to pay the wage that he determines or anything like that. We're looking at the length of the day. Jesus said in John 11, Are there not 12 hours in the day? Jesus said in John 9, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. And here we find laborers hired at the 11th hour for one hour. All the other laborers were hired at even intervals, third hour, sixth hour, ninth hour, spaced uh, by three hours, indicating God's purpose throughout the the time of uh, gathering the fruit, which would point to his salvation program. Uh, and and so he operated in a very orderly fashion systematic way with the churches to gather in the first fruits but at the end of the day at the end of the day god changed the pattern he didn't hire workers um at an even interval he hired them at the last hour you know we use that kind of language and phrase today the 11th hour the last hour And it comes right from the Bible. God hired them, or the householder hired them. He he was gracious. He he was a generous man. He paid them equally from all the other laborers that that had worked uh, much of the day. And that was his privilege and right to do. But the important thing is the 12-hour day is God's illustration of the day of salvation. And this one 12-hour day that Christ outlines in this parable is an overall picture of God's salvation program in which work was to be performed of saving while it's day, are there not 12 hours in the day, and there was a change in... The, the pattern from the 11th to 12th hour as laborers were hired to work just one hour. And it was the last hour, the 11th to the 12th. And God likens the Great Tribulation to one hour. One hour is the last hour of the workday. And it, and that's exactly how the Great Tribulation fits into God's Plan of times and seasons there there's the regular uh, expanded day of salvation where the Lord is saving throughout the the church age for nineteen hundred and fifty five years it's it's uh, by far the the biggest part of the day of salvation yet there's a change in program because at the end for that final hour of Great Tribulation, just a little season, God does not use the churches. He he gets these vagabonds that have not been a part of the churches or have been called out, and he hires them to go work in his vineyard for the last hour. And it so happens we don't get the information in this parable that was the greatest Time of salvation and God's program of salvation, and 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 what happened uh, at the end of the great tribulation, the little season. Immediately after the sun is darkened, it was God completed His salvation program. The work, Christ's work of saving sinners, was done. We knew that. We've known that for years that the great tribulation will be 23 years, that God would complete his work of saving by the end of the great tribulation, followed by those days after the tribulation of judgment day. Immediately after the tribulation, the sun is darkened because the day of salvation, a 12-hour day, has come to a close. The great tribulation has ended, which is the last hour there is no more day following the great tribulation. The twelfth hour is, is finished. And then comes even or night. And Jesus says, no man can work. No man can work. There's no one working in God's vineyard now. Well, yes, there's churches who say they are. There's ministries who claim they're all about the business of working in their father's vineyard. But God's the owner of the vineyard. He's the husbandman, the householder. He's the one that hired the laborers and sent them forth. He's the one that completed the work within the churches using faithful laborers at that time. And he's the one that completed the work at the final hour using those who were standing idle all the day to minister the gospel for the little period outside of the churches and congregations to the people of the world. God's the one who then closed the work day. And that's what he did. He shut the door of heaven. He put out the light of the gospel because the 12 hours are through. And he brought spiritual night to the world in which no man can work. No matter what man says, I'm working, I'm busy in the vineyard, God is saving. It's not true. It's not true. It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit any time period. The, the great multitude came out of great tribulation. Remember the question was asked, From whence came they? These are they that came out of great tribulation. Uh, In Luke 13, when it says in verse 24, Strive to enter in at the straight gate. For many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in, and shall not be able. Jesus in John 7. In verse 34, They will seek me, but shall not find me. And... And when will this happen? In verse 25 of Luke 13, When once the master of the house is risen up, and has shut to the door, and ye begin to stand without, and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us. And he shall answer, and say unto you, I know you not whence ye are. Again, read Revelation 7. Whence came they? It's the same word. Whence came they? They had to come from some season, some fruitful time. Are they the first fruits? No, they're not the first fruits. These are the final fruits. They came out of great tribulation. But then the door shut. The latter rain ended. All the fruit, the precious fruit of the earth, had been produced. And, and now here here comes these others. After God has ended his program of evangelization in his appropriate times and seasons. They're coming after the season, after the 12-hour day. And and now they're trying to walk, and yet it's dark, it's night, and all they're going to do is stumble. And so Jesus says, when they say, Lord, Lord, open unto us, he shall answer and say unto you, I know you not whence ye are. You have no time with me. You're, you're, you're not my first fruits. You're not my final fruits. And what else do I have? Th- these are my fruits of the New Testament age. These are my elect. From whence come you? What, what, what other season is there, basically God is saying, that I am not aware of? And there is no other season. And there is no extension to the day at the close of the great tribulation was the end of the 12th hour and then came even thanks for joining us for e-bible fellowships evening bible studies you can hear these studies monday through friday over pal talk skype e-bible fellowships webcast audio or over your phone